all the trouble you've started? Be they the government, be they industry, be they organized labor, be they anyone, or human beings. Time when the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart, that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to win the day to the people who run it, to the people who own it. But unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. Revolution Radio of FreedomSlips.com, the number one listener-supported talk radio station, throwing ourselves upon the gears of the machine. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps. You called down the thunder, well now you've got it. Right, you tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Revolution Radio! We did not engage in conflict that was out of line with our mission. Is it disloyalty? Is it sedition? Is it treason to oppose the hands of tyranny? Never! I will never send troops anywhere on a mission of that kind without telling them that if somebody shoots at them, they can darn well shoot back. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty! Oh, give me! A dark cloud is finally lifting across the world as U.S. military intelligence and their global partners are destroying the deep state criminal power structure that has ruled over our planet for hundreds of years. We are free with the God-given right, and we shall not yield that right to any power on Earth. Hi, I'm Scott McKay. The world is at, and I am your host on The Tipping Point. On Revolution Radio, where every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, we bring you the latest in this ensuing takedown of this global criminal empire. That's an image of strength. You'll get the raw, hard truth here on The Tipping Point. So come join us Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, in Studio B at Revolution.Radio. Thanks for listening while we took that short break here at Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com. And now we're going to get back to your host. All right. In theory, that should be me online. So that's phase one. Don't you just love it when your laptop starts to make strange noises five minutes before the show is due to start? Anyway, you're listening to Free Association. I'm going to muddle my way through this one as best I can. I'm assuming you can hear me. I'm going to go back in the chat room and make sure. Are you listening to Revolution Radio? And it's 11 minutes past four, which means it's 11 minutes past 11 on the East Coast. Let me see. So if anybody could hear me in the chat room, just give me a, a thumbs up or a five by five or whatever the word is. <clears throat> Oops, excuse me. My voice is going to go as well. So it's all good. We've got technical issues in my body, technical issues in my laptop. And uh, we'll just make the best of it. So there you go. It's uh, it's the seventeenth. Is it the seventeenth of April? <clears throat> I know that an old man died, and he's been very, 
buried in Windsor. <coughs> I think his name was Philip. <coughs> and there seemed to be, <coughs> oops, seems to be a, a lot of fuss going on. I don't know who he is, but uh, I'm sure he, <coughs> I'm sure he was important in his day, as everybody's important in their day. Right, let's see if we can get some kind of recording done, some kind of screen share going. There we go, I just want to make sure that I'm actually going out live. There are noises. might have an echo. Shouldn't be too many noises though. Shouldn't be any, any echo from me. Okay, that's good. Excellent. So I need to I need to do something that's got a little bit of substance to it, don't I? <clears throat> now that I'm actually here. Um what should I do? Alright, good. No echo. No echo on your end. It must have just been on my end. Excellent. I don't know what to do because I got I got flustered when my laptop started making strange noises and I've forgotten everything I was going to do. So <laughs> I could live stream the funeral of a man in, in Windsor. If you want, I could do that for a few minutes. It'll give me time to think about what I do, want to do. So on here, there was about nine channels on YouTube live streaming, streaming this funeral. There we go. I think the BBC is probably going to have the best coverage, but so we'll see if we can find a BBC feed. I got the Sun's feed. I don't know whether they'll have a commentary. They might have. So this is Prince Philip. He was a 99-year-old guy. I think there is a little bit of commentary going on, so let me put my sound up a little bit. It's mostly just people walking either towards or away from a castle. It depends on your point of view, but there, there definitely is there's a castle in the background and lots of people. Well, the plan, I think they've just had the service in the cathedral, and the plan was to lower him down into the family vault, which I'm assuming is where they're going now, and that's what they're going to do now. Yeah, I did a bit of research during the week on Prince Philip because I knew he was uh, involved in the World Wildlife Fund, but he also seems to have been involved in something called the the Thousand the Thousand and One Club uh, with with Prince Bernard of the Netherlands, which was a private dining club raising money for for, for the World Wildlife Fund. And potentially doing other things as well while they're having their, their dinner. Who's to know? Well, it's £25,000 for a, a seat at the table if you want to have lunch with too late for Prince Philip, but I think probably too late for Prince Bernard of the Netherlands as well. Now he's he's probably popped his clothes. But it was £25,000 just to get through the door, which is how these kind of private dining clubs work, really. 
anyway, so that was my my Prince Philip research. It seems like there's been uh, quite a quite a lot of donations, and they they were limiting their membership to a hundred. Was that them, or was it the Pilgrim Society? I can't remember. I was researching both. Out of the thousand and one club, the thousand and one club sounds like you should have a thousand members to me. So it might have been the the Pilgrim Society that was limited to a hundred members. Let's have a look in the chat room. So we got. I'm going to say hello to people in the chat room. I don't normally do that, but I'm going to do it today. All right. So we've got me, and then we've got Mitty Lou. Hello to Mitty Lou. Uh, hello to Mer Bailey. We've got AR185162. We've got Mitzi, Lemuria, uh, Shannon is in there, Lady Horse has been in, and we'll be back for her show later on, presumably. Uh, Comet still in the chat room, Sorry Sunflower's been in there, Harry Q, Nessomania. Uh, Rio was in there, looks like last night for the uh, Into the Microcosm show. Latte, uh, Gino2017, and SJ1 are all in, have all been in the chat room in the last uh, 15 hours or so. It's normally there's about 30, 30 people in there normally. Choppy Water has been in there, Harry the Busker has been in there. Starus Man's been in. Sassy Ass has been in. Uh, Wally, not much to it. Batsman, Mr. Rose in there at the moment. Hammerhead, Dirt Engineer, all been in the chat room in the last couple of days. So, as I say, normally there's, there's a good conversation goes on in there. You're welcome to come down. If you do come down to the chat room, say hello. And you can hear people in Windsor in the background. Uh, the funeral is still going on. We've got a view, a view on the on the Sun's live feed of Windsor Castle. Uh, I'm not sure there's any point in live in live streaming that. But uh, the Telegraph's got a live feed. They might have some commentary on there. Again, a different shot of Windsor Castle. But no commentaries, so let's not do that. Let's do something else. I was going to do Krishnamurti. Let's have a look at Krishnamurti. Because there's, uh, there's a lot of material on YouTube with Krishnamurti. So let's see if we can find something. A mind freed, a mind freed from accumulation. So, this, I think this might be in English, and it's about 13 minutes long, so it's about the right length. All right, I've picked a video where it's all people asking questions from the crowd, so it's not going to work. Let me find a lecture. Lecture's a better option. So this is from New York, uh, 18th of April, 1971, and it's J. Krishnamurti.
we were considering yesterday the importance of relationship. And how we always live in the past, and to find out, if it is at all possible, to radically change one's way of living. And we are going to examine together the question of what is hidden in the consciousness, the deeper layers of the mind, which is generally called the unconscious. Because we are concerned with bringing about in ourselves and so in society a radical revolution, the physical revolution which one is advocating all over the world at the present time, doesn't bring about fundamental change in man. And though it is necessary that a corrupt society such as this in Europe and in India and elsewhere, there must be fundamental changes in the very structure of society. And if man is, remains corrupt himself, his activity, his, he will overcome whatever the structure be, however perfect it be. Therefore, it is imperative, absolutely essential, that he change. And is this change to be brought about through, through the process of time, through gradual achievement, through gradual change, or does the change take place only in the instant? And that's what we are going to examine together. One sees that there must be change in oneself. The more sensitive, the more alert and intelligent one is, one is aware that there must be a deep, abiding, living change and the content of consciousness is consciousness. The two are not separate. What is implanted, what is in consciousness, makes up, the, makes up consciousness. And to bring about a change in consciousness, both the obvious and the hidden, does it depend on analysis? Does it depend on time? Does it depend 
on environmental pressure or is the change to take place totally independent of any pressure, of any strain, of any compulsion? You know, this is going to be rather difficult to go into this question because it's quite complex. And I hope you will, will both of us, able to share what is being said. I don't know quite where to begin this whole business. Do you? See, unless one goes into this matter very seriously, really taking trouble, deep interest, with a passion, I'm afraid one will not be able to go very far. Far in the sense, not in time or in space, but within oneself, very deeply. One needs a great deal of passion, a great energy. And most of us waste our energies in conflict. And when we are examining this whole business of existence, you need energy. And energy comes with the possibility of change. If there is no possibility of change, then energy wastes away. We think we cannot possibly change. We accept things as we are, as they are, and thereby become rather dispirited, depressed, and uncertain and confused. It is possible to change radically, and that's what we're going to examine. And if you will not follow exactly what the speaker is saying, but using his words and using those words as a mirror to observe yourself and inquire with passion, with interest, with vitality, and great deal of energy, then perhaps we can come to a point where it'll be obvious that without any kind of effort, without any kind of motive, the radical change takes place. As we were saying yesterday, there is not only the superficial knowledge of ourselves, but also there is the deep, hidden content of our consciousness. And how is one to examine that? 
How is one to expose the whole content of it? Is it to be done bit by bit, slowly, gradually, or is it to be exposed totally and understood instantly, and thereby the whole analytical process comes to an end. Now we're going to go into this question of analysis. To me, to the speaker, analysis is the denial of action. Action being always in the present active present. Action means not having done or will do, but doing. Analysis prevents that active action in the present, because in analysis there is involved time, a gradual peeling off, as it were, layer after layer, and examining each layer, analyzing e the content of each layer. And if the analysis is not perfect, complete, true, then that analysis is being incomplete must leave a knowledge which is not total. And the next analysis springs from that which is not complete. Are we following all this? Look, I examine myself, analyze myself. And if my analysis is not complete, true, then what I have analysed becomes the knowledge with which I proceed to analyse the next layer. And so, in that process, each analysis becomes incomplete and leads to further conflict. And so, to in action. Then shall go on. And in analysis, there is the analyzer and the analyzed. Whether the analyzer is professional or yourself, the layman, there is this duality. The analyzer analyzing, analyzing something which he thinks is different from himself. And <clears throat> the analyzer, what is he? He is the past, he is the accumulated knowledge of all the things he has analyzed. And with that knowledge, which is the past, 
he analyzes the present. So, in that process, there is conflict. There is <coughs> the struggle to conform or to force that which he analyzes. And in analysis, there is this whole process of dreaming. I don't know if you have gone into all this yourself, or probably you have read other people's books, which is most unfortunate, because <laughs> then you merely repeat what other people have said, however specialists, however famous they are. But if you don't read all those books, as the speaker doesn't, because they're rather boring, then you have to investigate it yourself. Then it becomes much more fascinating, much more original, much more direct and true. In the process of analysis, there is this world of dreams, and we accept dreams as necessary, because the professionals have said, you must dream, otherwise you go mad. And there is some truth in that. And what are dreams? Because all this we are inquiring into, because we are trying to find out whether it is possible to change radically. When there is so much confusion, so much misery, such hatred in the world and brutality, where there is no compassion, one must, if one is at all serious, inquire into all this. And we are inquiring not merely for intellectual entertainment, but actually trying to find out if it is possible to change. And when you see the possibility of change, whatever we are, however shallow, however superficial, repetitive, imitative, if we see that there is a possibility of radical change, then we have the energy to change. And if we say it is not possible, then that energy is dissipated. So we are inquiring into this question whether analysis does produce a radical change at all, or is it merely an intellectual entertainment, an avoidance of action. As we were saying, analysis implies entering into the world of dreams. And what are dreams? How does these dreams come into being? I don't know if you have gone into this. If you have, you will see 
that dreams are the continuation of our daily life. What you are doing during the day, all the mischief, the corruption, the hatred, the passing pleasures, the ambitions, the guilt, and so on, all that <coughs> is continued in the world of dreams. Only <coughs> as in symbols, as pictures and images. Okay, so that's, that's Jiddu Krishnamurti speaking in New York at a public lecture in uh, 1971, I think it said April 1971. Uh, Krishnamurti is interesting because he was picked by uh, the Theosophical Society, by Annie Besant and uh, Ledbetter as the, uh, the incarnation of Christ. And he said no. <laughs> Good for him as well. Good for him. He, he was only a child. He was only about nine or ten years old. Something like that. And uh, they picked him and told him he was a reincarnation of Christ. And he was here as a world teacher. And he said no. I'm not doing it. I think they, they took him under, under their wing and Taught them the basic, taught him the basis of, of theosophy, and he added his own perception of things and his Indian background to that. But uh, in the end, he said no, and he went off and he's he's formed his own organisation. And I was I was looking it up earlier on this afternoon. There's a retreat centre in Hampshire, which is a good long way away from me. But uh, it, it might be possible to get there. I'll have to have a look and see how much they charge. Because I can't pay for things at the moment. So it would have to be by donation. But it's, a, it's an educational trust. So I expect that they just take donations. And it looks like they've got a, a retreat centre that's, that's mainly vegetarian or vegan. And they've got a library, and they've got grounds, so it's it's a meditation center ultimately. It's a self inquiry center, which I'm all in favour of. And I like the way I like the way he speaks about things. He's very got a very gentle approach, but it's also very direct. It's very much to the point. It's acknowledging the corruption, acknowledging all the faults with society and with, with, the, with ourselves as individuals and looking at it directly, not, not avoiding it, looking at it directly and, and accepting it and asking, is there a way to change it? Is there a way to change yourself? Is the question that he was asking. And the answer is yes. The answer is you change how you look at yourself and you change yourself. He said, said in the early part of that lecture that the contents of consciousness are consciousness. So if you're looking at yourself, you become the subject of your own consciousness. So 
you merge subject and object together as the same the same thing which removes the duality and then once the duality drops away there is no need to change anything because you start to see who you actually are which is not who you thought you were it's not not the corruption it's not the the imperfections it's not the failings it's not the the dodgy digestive processes it's not not any of those things and if you look if you look closely you you will find out because all of those things will drop away and you're left with a point of point of view in consciousness that isn't isn't your physical body isn't any of those things that you've just been analyzing but the movement the analysis is movement in consciousness so each of those things each of the things that you look at will probably drop away at some point which, which uncovers the layer underneath where you can you can go directly to it you can go directly from being human to being God incarnated as human which I think the Theosophical Society got right but it's not just Krishnamurti it's everybody we're all we're all sparks of the divine for one of one of a better phrase we're all aspects of a of a deity of a of a creative process you, you can look at it as an abstract thing or you can look at it as a practical physically based thing the creative process is physical it's psychological it's metaphysical psychological then then physical And there are aspects of that that we can we can direct with thought or with allowing thought to be there and uh, allowing thought to pass through sometimes we might get caught up in it and sometimes it might be necessary to get caught up in it for a while but then you could tra train yourself to let go of thought Train yourself to let go of, of attachment, of accumulation is the word he uses. The accumulation of the mind is a combination of all the things that we've attached to over a lifetime. None of those things are me. So none of the identity that's Dennis is actually Dennis. It's just a, a temporary collection of things that I've accumulated from society mostly. And I know I know that they're not me. I know that they're not me, and I can. I've I've trained myself to some extent to let go. Using using techniques like emotional freedom technique. Uh, meditation, a little bit of Reiki here and there. But if you don't look at yourself, you're never going to see who you are. And most people don't look. Most people are so busy gathering things from society that they never have the time to look, never have the inclination, never have the intention to look. But if you're going to look, do it, do it as a conscious, sustained thing for a period of time, and then maybe have a rest. 
and let let go of attachment to the looking at yourself because that's just as much an attachment as anything else all right so that's enough of krishnamurti talk, talk a little bit about my uh about my podcasting experiences this week so i, I ran out of money which means the pod bean of I've cut off my access to to my own podcast because I didn't pay the fee for the month. So I've got to do that. When I get my next money on the 25th, I'll pay that fee. And I'm hoping they'll give me it back. If not, I'll have to start from scratch again. Uh, but I've still got the Podomatic version because I, I made sure I had two at a... Podbean's got a live platform and Podomatic doesn't. So you can use Podbean as a way to generate live content. But I'm, but I'm not relying on that because obviously if I run out of money, they'll cut me off. But Pod, Podomatic I've paid for for a year, so I know that's going to be there. And I can use that as a, as a stable kind of ar- archive or whatever. So that's kind of how I'm doing it. I've been looking at, at Anchor as well. There's another place to podcast. And Anchor's, Anchor's free. And it'll put you, put your podcast on Spotify, which is a good thing. So there's that. I can, I can use that as a, a regular thing as well. I've started posting much more to that. My, my podcast on Spotify, on uh, Anchor and Spotify is called Metaphysics of Money. So that's much more about my relationship to to cash, my relationship to to the real world or allegedly the real world. And there's potential for they they don't do advertising in the UK yet, but there's potential to put advertising on there and actually generate an income when they eventually do get round to to opening that up to the UK. So that would that would be another reason to use Spotify. Podbean do the same thing, but it's not open to the UK either. And I think Podomatic Podomatic's the same. It's a it's a US it's a United States based thing, as far as the advertising is concerned. So even if they put advertising on there, uh, I don't have the ability to collect any earnings from any of them. So that's a it's a bit of a, a bit of an obstacle so I'm waiting for that to change I put in a request to to anchor last night asking them to open it up to the UK so I'm hoping that uh, if enough people request such things then they actually will do it so that's, that's how I am at the moment I was a bit flustered about an hour ago but I'm pretty calm now Krishnamurti does that sort of thing to me and uh, you're listening to Revolution Radio, which is uh, listener-supported. Uh, if you if you wander over to revolution.radio or freedomslips.com, you'll find there's a chat room there. There's a a place to make donations, and there's an archive, so you can find all of my previous shows on there. Uh, you can find lots of different people's shows. Lots of different styles, lots of different approaches. And you'll find something you like, you'll find things that you don't like. But but come and have a look. The archives are free. 
just pick something at random and download it and have a listen. And you might be you might be surprised at how how much sense there is in some of these shows. So if you want to, you can find me on on Twitter at, at Dennis Barker. Is my Twitter handle or whatever you want to call it, and you can also find me at shadowplay.live is the website uh, failing that I'll be back at 4 o'clock next week at 11 o'clock eastern time uh, we'll have another hour it'll be less, less chaotic next week hopefully uh, but uh, it is what it is so I don't really mind that much it just if, if, my, lap, if my laptop gives up I'll have to use the, the smartphone but I wanted to to try, if I can, to get the laptop to do what it needs to do. Anyway, this has been Free Association. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Barbara Jean Lindsay, the Cosmic Oracle. If you have questions about your past lives or future plans, need answers from the cosmos about your love life or career, or just want to keep your finger on the pulse of the planet, check out my show, The Cosmic Oracle, here on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Be evasive. But that doesn't mean that they're telling the truth as opposed to fiction. And Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. And there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came and unto the daughters of men, indicating that there were giants before the Nephilim. And sons of God, plural. They weren't talking about Jesus coming down. No, no, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm Steve Crawford, host of Factor Theory Live. Join me every Sunday night from 10 p.m. till midnight Eastern Standard Time on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Any commercial advertising you may hear in this program is of the sole discretion and benefit of the host of whose program you are listening to. Revolution Radio does not endorse any commercial products, nor does it accept monetary compensation for on-air advertising of commercial products, nor will it ever. We are and shall remain 100% listener-supported. Any product advertising on this program are considered used at higher risk, and Revolution Radio shall not be held liable for any claims or damages received from any product advertised within this program. Revolution Radio, where information never sleeps.